0: It's a non core banger. Dr. Ross shopping knowledge to the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Aye, yeah, purpose and practice. Keep your mental sharp, uh, learn all the tactics. Dr. Ross shopping knowledge to the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Aye, yeah, purpose and practice. Podcast game, aye, Ay. he got it mastered. Sign-
1: Yo, peace, 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 fam. Peace out to the purpose and practice community. Uh, we are here for another episode. Believe it or not, we're in episode number 23 uh, of the podcast. Yo, we've been crazy blessed, man. Like, we've been we've been coming live, you know, to y'all for shoot since August, like coming hard with some great guests. Um, before we get started. I wanted to start off by, you know, before we introduce our guest for the night, I just wanted to, to, you know, start off by just giving a salute, you know, to the community for really, really, really getting behind this show and behind this podcast. You know, our goal is to bring these stories to you. Uh, these are stories of community folks, you know, who are doing extraordinary things, things that sometimes are under the radar but things that are changing lives. Um, and I feel like it's my duty to bring those stories to the forefront. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the science behind what we are doing. Um, and I hope that you all continue to enjoy the, the shows that we put putting on for y'all, because that's where it's coming from. That's the energy, you know, that we're coming from. So I'm going to be going on a run. Like I'm I'm saluting a lot of community folks, you know, as we go into this stretch Is specifically I'm going to be hitting off a lot of folks who are doing a lot with our youth uh, around athletics uh, and youth sports, you know, because I just know how youth sports saved my life. You know what I'm saying? And there's some coaches out there who saved my life. And let me say this first and foremost. I don't care, you know. You could call me Dr. Rawls, you could call me whatever, Mr. Rawls, but it's nothing like hearing Coach Rawls. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there, like it's nothing like being called Coach, you know. And that's just a salute to all of the coaches who are out there doing it. And if you, if you've ever been called that, you know that feeling. So with that said, man, I we have a special guest tonight. You know, um, it's always cool when I get to inter- interview and talk to, you know, a, uh, one of my former uh, athletes who, who played for me and, you know, who I had an opportunity to coach um, and learn from and watch. And this young man, yo, Coach Rob Green, man, like, yo, is on another level. And I just remember him, as an athlete and when i tell you he was like one of the most coachable and loyal players we had on a very talented team like we had talented teams right and when i tell you he was coachable and what i mean by coachable is if you even if you know sometimes athletes they don't believe in a certain thing we should be doing like or they they don't follow through and they don't listen to directions yo Coach Rob was not that, you know. He was like, Yo, you, you this what you want, this what you're gonna get, you know, and he was a listener, and that's what I always remember about him too. He was a listener and he was an observer. And that was the kind of thing that he brought to the team, but he also brought like this like edge, you know, which we needed on the team that he played on. He brought an edge of like, yo, we about this, you know, and, and that was something that added to the personality of our team. So I'm going to shut up, and we're going to get into the real uh, with Coach Rob. Coach Rob, how you feeling, bro? You muted, fam. You muted. Look, he going in. You muted. You got to unmute yourself. Let me hit him on the... There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. How you feeling, fam? I'm feeling good, bro. Yo. Can you hear me? So we, you know, I was just, I was just putting down the intro and I was like, yo, Um, I just think back to, you know, the kind of player you were and the kind of like young man you were, which was more important, man. Like you you always came with a level of respect and I always used the term loyalty. Like I, I felt that you were very loyal, man. And that like your word meant something. And that's something that I remember about you, but on the show, one of the things that we do is we like to go back and, and hear about, you know, growing up. And one of the things that I wanna start off with you is, is just kinda, you know, telling the people a little bit about your story, um you know, and and how you came to be who you are right now. Because I really believe background stories are real important, you know, um, especially stories of, of growth. So if you could share some, some of your story growing up, where you grew up, how you grew up, yo, we all ears, fam.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, 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 man. Majority of y'all know, I mean I'm from Garfield Court, Lawn Branch. You know, I grew up in public housing or whatever, you know, but I'm from the old Garfield Court though. Like you remember, like, valves on the ground, <laughs> needles, empty True. bottles, like, you know what I mean? So we grew up in poverty for real. You know what I'm saying? So like that's why I'm so humble now though. Like, like I see how my kids growing up though, like, it ain't nothing how I grew up though, mm-hmm. roaches in the cereal. Like, I mm-hmm. grew up crazy though, single mom doing everything she could do for me though. And I was rough though, you feel what I'm saying? So, it, it's different though. Like, and before I get to me, I want to get to something that you said one day, Coach Ross, that you probably don't even think I was listening. And about 1994 95, right? Mm. The summer league game going on, so you got into an argument with Howie, right? Mm. So, Howie told you. To get out the gate right so when he told you to get out the gate you said to him yo how i ain't going nowhere i pay taxes <laughs> right so when you said that shit, look mind you i'm only 10 9 10 years old when you said that shit, you really didn't leave though you know, I'm, like, this nigga didn't leave? I'm like what the fuck is a tax like how can he be like everybody listen to Howie, though. how we though uh-huh. right so when i said that I, I went to somebody else i went home like mom what do it mean when you pay taxes? She looked at me like, what are you talking about, boy? Get out of here. So I went, no bullshit. I went to 10 people and asked them, what do you mean when you pay taxes, though? And you know who told me? Dave Brown told me. He wow. He paid taxes. He was like, look, he was like, all public parks, community wow. parks, is paid out of your taxpayers' tax
1: money. money. Yes. He said, so yes. that's what he meant. Yes. So
2: as I got older, that stuck <laughs> in my head, though. You feel what I'm saying? I, yo, I
1: was ten years old though. Yo, you never no, shared man. that story. I, yo, yo I... <laughs> I. You remember that though? Yo, real talk. This is what I'm gonna tell you. Like, all right, now first of all, shout out to Howie Coleman, right? Because yo, Howie, when, when I started talking about like coaches that held it down for community, Howie is one of those one of those folks. Rob started off like, yo, I was from Garfield Court. This how we grew up, yo. Same story. One tank off a of court, that's why. That's how I grew up. So I was a knucklehead too. But here's the thing though, is that one of the things that, and that's why knowledge is power. And, and, and you went and sought that knowledge out. And I, I started off by saying you were a listener. So yeah, I learned that, yo, taxes, I, I pay taxes. I was working at the time. So I realized I was paying taxes. So I had just right. as much right if I wasn't doing anything illegal to be in this space, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is right. crazy. So, so that was in me and growing up how we grew up, You always, this is one thing we always had to be aware of. You always have to be aware of law and you always have to be aware of policy because you always have to be able to know what side of the law you're on because you're always being challenged that way. So that was one of the things that I learned because it was something that pretty much gave me, like, you know, a, a way to fight if someone was trying to violate any of my laws. So I, yo, I don't remember that though, but. I because I was probably a senior in high school then. If you say 1994, yeah. Yo, junior senior.
2: You said that I'm like wow. Then then I see you coaching me. I'm like yeah. Okay, that's Corey, older brother. Yeah, true, (laughs) You feel me? So and I just always then that now he a doctor. I'm like wow. Yeah, coach doing it. You feel me? So I always looked up to you for that though. Real
1: real stuff. Yo, no doubt, man. No doubt. yo thank you 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 just brought me back man you just brought me back but you know that that's a that's a great great story man that's a great story um that i i i haven't heard that that's the first you you dropped that on me you didn't it's funny because you didn't even share that like when i coached you you never even shared that story wow nope wow Yo, that
2: always stuck in my head though when you said that though because back then i didn't know nothing about paying no taxes or nothing i didn't even know what a tax was
1: yeah Yeah, and and it's funny because now you know we get when we get into the conversation more and we start talking about some of the things you're doing where it's rules and laws you have to learn in order to operate in these different circles, you know what I'm saying? So you 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 came up in you came up in Garfield Court, definitely a shout out to to the Garfield Court, especially that old school Garfield Court that you described. Yo, that that's the place that made us, man. That that's the place you know we yo we came up around there and it was hard, but it was also. A lot of folks who would put their arms around us. That was the kind of that was the time where any adult can correct you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it ain't no, it ain't yeah. matter where you were. Like you could be corrected right on the spot. You know, um, and and there's something to be said for that. You know, there, there's there's something to be to be said for that. So you come up and go for court, fam. What was school like for you? What, what was I, like, yo? What, what school you went to? Did you go to Gregory or Leonard Conroe?
2: Yo, I still, no no bullshit. You know, I was a rough kid, though. So I started off in Gregory.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I got kicked out of Gregory. I went to Elbron. I got kicked out of Elbron. I went to Garfield. I got kicked out of Garfield in the in the fifth grade. I was on home instruction the whole two, last two marking periods. And then I went to the sixth grade. And when I went to the sixth grade, um, they let me in middle school for, like, the first three marking periods. Okay. But then one of one of my friends Fenster had, yeah, I remember had hit Mister Selly with a snowball or whatever, and when when he turned around, I was laughing and shit.
1: So he so, thought.
2: So he, he he immediately thought it was me. So he ran up on me, grabbed me up, and, and I and I I, I I chipped him up a little bit. You now I mean, they kicked <laughs> me out of school. You know
0: so you know I
1: mean? so when you got kicked, so you got so this is middle school, right? Yeah, that was middle school so you kicked out of school now at that time did you end up alternative school was the annex was the annex a no. thing then Nah, i went to i went to a school called
2: meridian academy coach Net. you know what i mean I hold went up there.
1: hold up is that where you ran into dr cunningham
2: that's why i ran into dr cunningham wow or that's what yo <laughs> he took me under the wing when i got there you know what I mean? Yo, he, he, he was like the basketball coach and like a
1: yo, uh. yes. Shout out what? to Doctor Cunningham. Yo, you talk about taking you under like he took you under your his wing. Same with me. He's a mentor right. for me. Like Doctor Cunningham. Like the first time I met him, and I want you to share some stuff with him. First time I met Dr. Cunningham, um, he actually hired me. He hired me, you know, to be a principal. Um, he was working in an alternative school down near Trenton, and he okay. brought me in. Yeah, so I'm interviewing and everything. He said, "Yo, you from Long Branch?" I said, "Yeah, true, I'm from Long Branch." So he was like, "Yo, you know, um, you know, uh, Rob Green." I was like, "Yeah, no, Rob." He was like, "Yo, Rob, man, he was in, you know, Meridian. You know, that that was my boy, yo, him." And then he mentioned Sonny Dick. I don't know okay. if he was there the same time as you but he, he mentioned, was we were there together yeah yeah he mentioned sunny dip too he said Deshawn. he ain't calling sunny dip but he was like Deshawn. i was like yeah yo he's i was like they're from around the way i said they're from the old 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 hood like they they was right. the young as younger 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 heads coming up you know around there and he was—he spoke so highly. The same way I spoke about you, he spoke about you. You know, so right. shout out to Doctor Cunningham because he was—you know—he was, you know, he yes, was God, definitely, man. definitely good piece man. So you, so you end up there, and he takes you under his wing, right? Yeah.
2: He, but I, I ended up there, right? So did. But then he had left. Like I was there from sixth to maybe like ninth grade or whatever. But he had got a new job and he left. Okay. Once he left, I was so mad that he left. I ended mm. up getting kicked out of there. I got mm. kicked out of Meridian for fight, like a fight at like a baseball game or something, and then I and then I then that's when I went to Coastal Learning Center, okay, sorry, New Jersey, and I, and I met I met a guy named Rob Taylor there, like literally, like he took me under his window. Okay, that's why I'm in Times River now and all that, like he's my okay. godfather though. Like that's wow. what I call. Wow. Wow. And I met him at the school though.
1: Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So,
2: yeah, but, but like, after I left there, I went to Coastal. I ended up going to Co- Coastal. was more like a family environment. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. They wasn't really, they wasn't chastising you. They was, like, showing you how to be a young man, though. Yes. like I'm from the hood. I ain't had no etiquette. Or yes. That, yes. I mean? But it was, like, yes. it was brothers there, and they all didn't play with us. And they made us work on ourselves. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. Really, yes. You know what yes. I mean? So that's what really, like, Coastal changed me, though. That's what got me to start thinking a little different. Mm. like what mm. I got there, because it was all brothers though. Yeah. Gerald um, Jackson, yeah. Rob Taylor, Al Smith, fucking, um, G, um, Fats from Lakewood. Um, I mean, it was all brothers though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like like when like when you acting out or whatever, they'll just talk to you and tell you, like, like you look stupid though. Like mm-hmm. instead of saying mm-hmm. go to the office, you're going home. Yeah.
1: So you suspended. Yeah, true. Yes. You know yes. Like, yes.
2: That was yes. the difference. Yeah. Like, I got a sense of respect for them. Yes, and, and and but like I went to Coastal, or whatever. But when I graduated Coastal, this is crazy though. I graduated Coastal, then I had came back to visit Coastal, right? So I was still in the streets though, doing what I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, but when I came there, the, the the guy I'm talking about, Robert Taylor, he seen me. He like, yo, what are you doing? What you doing, y'all? Like, you got a yeah. job? Like, you got all yeah. your clothes and jewelry on. You got a job? I'm like, no, I ain't got no job. So he like, listen, come up here tomorrow. And fill up application, stop doing everything you're doing. So I'm looking at my like, nigga, you ain't happy to see me. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so when I left, I came back the next day, put on my tie, whatever. Yo, and no bullshit, bro. He gave me a job, bro. Right he there, gave me a job at the school. So, so I was a um, teach, I was a personal aide. I started off as a personal aid at the school working at the wow. School, wow, so I'm working there, I'm working there. I, I'm thinking everything good. I got the 401k. I'm uh-huh. retired 22 years. Uh-huh. But my, my past came back to haunt me. Stuff I had done in the past, they came back and arrested me. Then I couldn't work with children no more.
1: Wow.
2: So I, got so, with, I had a drug charge or whatever.
1: Okay. And then that's what came back. And then that that's surfaced. I had to start
2: working at the school.
1: Wow. Hold on. Was you driving the bus?
2: Nah, I was working on the bus. Yeah. And I was working at the school.
1: Okay okay because i remember I was, running I was, yeah yeah i remember us talk because i I think i even saw you on the bus we was talking i remember something i have a vision of that somehow yeah. um but i remember yeah yeah i was working so, with my
2: dad mr gov he got me that yes, job, so i had two jobs yes on yes. the bus and at the school
1: wow so yeah. so your past come Let, let's let's go back a little bit though let's go back okay. a little bit so when so when you were playing ball at Long Branch high school when you was playing ball where I, we, we, I was coaching you were playing ball where were educationally school-wise where were you i was in i
2: was in fucking meridian
1: and coastal okay and then we I was, would uh, leave school
2: an hour early to come to
1: practice okay all right uh, now, talk, let's let's talk about that because here's what i'm gonna say right and I've been in public school all my life. I've coached at the high school level. Um, there's a lot of times we have young young men who may be in an alternative school, a school that's not the traditional high school. What was that like coming from like a coastal, coming from a meridian and then coming to be a part of the high school team? Like, y- y- you know, talk a little bit about that, yo.
2: Hey, yo, it, it, like, At first it was like weird, though, because like like alternative schools is a smaller setting. Like, Mm -hmm. classes are smaller, you know what I mean? And and, and it's different, though. Like, Mm -hmm. in Lawn Branch, you sit down for a whole period and do your work. There, ain't nobody sitting down for no whole period. Mm -hmm. Barely anybody wanted, like, like, it's like you don't know what's going to happen when you go to school. Mm -hmm. So you got to fight. Like, it's different. Mm -hmm. You go, like, I went to school with kids from North, Irvington, Jersey City,
1: Patterson.
2: So I built a lot of friends, but it was rough, though. It wasn't easy yeah you know what I mean? yeah so it was like yeah coming back home everybody knew me you now i mean it was different you feel what i'm yeah. saying but up there it, it just it was a lot different though like and on the learning aspect too though that's why to this day i don't agree with kids going to alternative school though mm-hmm. like you got to push them and make them do it though because you don't learn on the same level as someone in private school and public school or private school. Sure.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: So you get yes. behind. Like if you graduate 12th grade, you're going to be on a 10th grade level.
1: Mm-hmm. And okay. and I think that that and that's why I, that's part of the reason why I asked you, fam, because, you know, here's you know, sometimes the academic expectations are lower in, in alternative schools. Um, and one of the things and when, when we talked about Dr. Cunningham, because we were working at an alternative school, so we were we were serving kids from Trenton and you know you know what that's all about. Like it was down in Trenton, um, you had Camden, you had heads from Camden in there, um, some heads from Franklin. And like you said, it was rough because everybody coming there and, the, fo- and, and, and the, the people who are coming there, they're coming from their hood like with a rep and then they're all being put in this one spot, right? So then everybody kind of like, you know, like flexing and like, yo, I'm this, I'm that. But long story short, one of the things that we did when we when we were at the school we were at is that we made sure that we did the behavior thing, but we also did the academic thing. Because a lot of times those schools cut corners and they don't have the high expectations for y'all academically, for students who are in there academically. And I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Um, because that's important. And then a lot of times those kids leave those schools and they are behind. They are, you know, underperforming. So I'm glad that you you mentioned that. But did you did you ever feel like, yo? When I come, I gotta shine. I gotta show and prove that I deserve to be here. Was it ever any feeling like that? Like when you would when you would leave Meridian, then come to the high school practice. Like I gotta make sure I'm doing what I need to do, so I just so I can keep my spot here. Was that something that went through your head, or was it was it something that you ain't even really think about like that?
2: Nah, I I, I ain't really think about it because at the end of the day, I was playing with everybody I knew, though. Yeah. Like to be to be hundred percent honest, not trying to um say nothing or whatever. It was like back then if you from half of my feelings were scared of me because i was a bully you know what i mean to be honest mm-hmm. though I ain't trying to boast or nothing though but it was like so it was like at some time i used to just bully motherfuckers that i thought looked down on me so it's like if you think like because like i remember my friends many nigga, you on that little yellow bus and then i uh-huh. jump on them because you know I, mean? I, uh-huh. I felt like like you're trying to say i'm dumb like yeah that was yeah. always the, the, the thing though with that though like as far as sports it really did not bother me but like if You mention that little yellow bus, we're gonna
1: fight. It, it, it meant something to you. And it, it you know, yeah, that,
2: that struck a nerve.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in that bully piece, yo, here's what I'm gonna say. And, and, and I'm interested to hear your your talk, your your piece on this. Sometimes that kind of attitude, that kind of demeanor, it makes some adults feel uncomfortable and they won't even correct you. Like they won't even say anything to you because they're afraid of the reaction that they're going to get, you know, um, and I, I know that because I've used that coming up in my, my whole, But my, my question to you is, do you feel that people held you accountable? Do you feel that people like really were real with you in terms of like, yo, nah, you can't do that now, nah, you, you know, like to show you like, yo, no, you can't get that here. Like, do you feel like you got that that kind of like accountability?
2: Yo, see, to be one hundred percent honest, like around the neighborhood, they glorified the bully. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that was the difference, or whatever. So when you are in the hood, oh, that's he tough, he thorough, That's mm-hmm. Little Rob. So mm-hmm. that's what I, I thought it was okay. But like I said, when I got the coastal, they didn't glorify the bully. They let you yeah. know that's some sucker shit that you're doing. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, you don't supposed to be looking down on nobody that's scared of you. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's how I am now, though. Like I, I think, like once I got there and I and I seen that like how people like I started seeing what like I didn't like fear anymore. Like once I got there mm-hmm. and I started in like a family atmosphere. I didn't want mm-hmm. nobody to fear me. I wanted everybody to love me. You
0: true. You know what I mean? True. I didn't want
2: you to fear me true. no more. But in the hood, true. you gotta fear me. Cause I true. like I don't know what's I mean. I'm seeing people yeah. with their heads split and all yeah. that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, true. True. You gotta be tough though. But
1: yeah, that and you know,
2: that the, coastal was mm-hmm. the best thing that ever happened to me though. Like, that was it, though. Like, that was it. It was, like, family, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't mm-hmm.
2: have to be little Rob the Bully. I could just be Rob.
1: Yeah, true. And, and, and that, yo, that's where, when I worked in alternative school, that's what I loved the most. And, you know, I, I keep mentioning Dr. Cunningham because he was real instrumental in creating that family atmosphere. Um, and that's how kids felt, yo. Like, it was one of those situations. Usually when kids go to alternative school, You hear like I want to go back to district. I want to get back to district, but in this school, kids wanted to stay, and their parents wanted them there. Yo, see, yeah. They told me
2: they said, "Yo, Rob, you could go back." I'm like, "Hell no, I ain't going back." I'm good. Yeah, I I ain't want to go back. Yeah, like I said, to this day, they all like my family though. Even like my teacher, like Miss Dior, to Jane Barry. Like these are my friends on Facebook. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes. And and, and that, yo, but that was the realness. And that's what it's it's almost like if you could put together the academic expectations in a public or private school, the family and the love in, in alternative schools and put that all into one, that's the perfect combination. Like if you can get that, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of combination is is perfect yo um but but thank you thank you for sharing that fam so you you end up you go to meridian now did you end up graduating from there did you did you walk from there
2: now i i graduated at coastal but i walked the stage for Long branch still though, for Long branch you know you okay the district okay. i graduated there mm-hmm. and i graduated at lawn branch too
1: okay okay and what year did you come out um 2002 Two thousand two, yeah. So you were on those monster squads, like yeah, you were like those was weird. Yeah, those hey, yo, those hey, teams hey, was you heavy. Know what's
2: crazy. Look, yo, and, and my thing was like when I played football though, I never dedicated to football though. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm strong with all my players now about dedication though. Like I wouldn't even come to double sessions. I wouldn't come to yeah. nothing. I would see everybody. Oh yeah. y'all got y'all equipment. All right, I'm going to practice tomorrow.
1: Then then you go. So yeah. When they, practice, yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
2: And that's all I did though. I never worked out. I never did nothing. You know what I mean? I just played. True. True. And that was the difference. Like, and that's why all my players now, coach. No, no bullshit though. I stress though training, training, training. Mm -hmm. Like even to the point this year, if in my program, if you ain't training, I ain't letting you play because you're wasting my time and you're wasting your own.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know what
1: I mean? You gotta train. In that, yo, and in that, that's real talk. You know, we we gonna definitely we gonna get into that. Um, what, what I wanted to do is just talk a little bit more about, you know yo, to me, it's, t- it must've took a lot for you to be like, all right, I'm doing this alternative school thing, but, and I'm maintaining, but I'm also going to push it to another level. I'm doing football. Like I'm staying involved, like to be involved in a team and things like that. How did that help you actually being involved? On a team, like, do you think that that played a major role too, in you, in keeping you straight and keeping you focused?
2: Yeah, hell yeah, it really did though. Like, cause it was like, like, cause it's like, coastal was a different environment. Like, right? mm. to come back home and to be on that team, like, I probably wouldn't be the man I am without that team though. Like, yeah, cause it was like, it gave me something to look forward to though. Cause you know, mm-hmm. like, like right now I'm dealing with that. Like during football season you know, you gotta be on your grades or you can't play football. You know what yes. I mean? So, that was the main thing to keep you focused a little bit though. And then also, like, 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 like people like Slant, Mike Lambert, or mm. people like that, like, they was always smart kids. Like, yeah. book smart, yeah. smart. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, yes. it was
2: like being around him and, and, and me bringing my, my homework home from, from there. Then I bring yeah. the mic. Mike. He'd be like, damn, this is easy as hell. He do all my homework yeah. in 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> 10 minutes it take me two hours to do the yeah yo. I mean? so yo like, like in that aspect like damn like and if i wasn't on that yeah. team i'd have never really
1: knew the difference yeah, of, yeah. that, that. The
2: they're giving me ain't nothing
1: yeah and in that yeah. yo yo i'm glad i'm glad you i'm glad you brought that up yo coach because and and shout out shout out to, to mike lamb um, what, and you talk about smart you yo that that brother was on another level like intelligence he was on an, a totally different level uh intelligence wise but I'm happy that, I'm happy that you that you brought that up um, in that academic piece because that's a very important piece man you know and it's not always stressed. Um, it's not always stressed by coaches you know it, it's not always stressed by by players and I'm happy that you being a coach now, that's the kind of energy that you're bringing and making sure that everything is covered. Like y'all doing what y'all need to do academically, but you also, because at the end of the day, we all know how this football thing can go. Yo, it, it, it can it can be lovely for a minute and it can change. You know what I'm saying? Like it can, this sports thing, period, can change. And you gotta build that, mm-hmm. a, that academic piece. Yo, shout out a lot of, fo- a lot of people, a lot of family in the, in the chat, man. Aunt Miller in the chat, shout out Lucky in the chat. Um, salute to y'all, man, Dre um word up uh uh take in the chat so definitely salute to y'all um up in the chat giving support uh to to rob man so you you graduate fam you and then you get into the situation where you're working you talk about your past coming back right so that set you back a little bit right that set you back like if you don't mind because go ahead would you to say go ahead no, because what what I, you say what you're going to say, because what I, I want to hear more about that setback, because a lot of what I want my show to be about, a lot of what this show is about, is about dealing with setbacks and then overcoming it. So talk a little bit about the setback and, and, you know, what went down and how you responded and rebounded. I,
2: I'm going to be honest with you, the setback, like when I was working at the school and I did have a setback, it was like, it was like I had changed my life or whatever and i'm working school i'm doing everything i'm supposed to do then now here come boom so it was like i had a distribution charge so
1: Mm
2: -hmm. the thing so it can get took off of my record but they don't give pti for distribution only for possession you get what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so Mm -hmm. i was fighting 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 trying to get the PTI. got it everybody was writing me letters writing me letters but they denied me though so at that point i lost hope i said Mm -hmm. fuck I'm not a good guy. I'm a, I'm from the streets and I went right back to the streets. Wow. You see know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to lie. Wow. Full force. Wow. Like ain't, ain't care about wow. nothing. Like, now because wow. I mean? I'm like, yo, I tried. That ain't me. True. You know what I mean? True. So when I, go, I go back to the streets or whatever and, and, and I wind up getting locked up again. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> when I got locked up again, I think that was my wake up call the second time because I had children at this time. Know okay. I mean? So it's like, I can't be in no prison though with these boys out here though because it's not gonna be right. You know what I mean? So that True. was my motivation. Once my kids was over to see daddy ain't here. I can't I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? I couldn't because I know how bad I despise my dad, whatever. When my dad left and went to Maryland when I was like 10-11 years old, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. It hurt me. Then it was like my mom wouldn't let me go back because they was in a little beef or whatever. So but that hurt.
1: So you had you know what yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that yo yo
2: that.
1: you, but you, the dad you wanted to be based on your experiences, yo, that right. Rob, man, that what you said, you know, and I want to, I really want to shout out, yo, respect, shout out to you, Raul, um, another brother with a story that's like crazy out of this world, um, yo, yo I want to go back, I'm
2: gonna cut you off, yo, go, go I ahead, mean to cut you off though, but me and Raul was just talking back and forth. In the inbox yesterday though about his story though I was telling him like we want to hear
1: your story Ra yo his first yo.
2: Death, <laughs> it was a rough situation I let him tell y'all
1: yo you know I I, mean? yeah, I I got that's a brother that I have to get on the show um you know Raul is like again I, I, got 10%. I got a lot of history Raul, you know and and I definitely would want want him on this show because he has a story that I think a lot a lot of folks need to hear too um that I give him a lot of respect for um and where he is right now but 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 going back you talked about a loss of hope yo and i want to talk about that rob because like i'm i'm the type of i'm like i'm all about second chances i'm all about understanding we make mistakes because i understand even in my life there's a, I have a thin line. Like I could have, I could have gone in various ways. You know what I'm saying? Like things could have got real, real, you know? And then I have a brother who was raised in the same house under the same conditions. And yo, he had, he got caught up in challenges. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so Mm -hmm. I know how it is. Like, I know how it is. So I know how easy it can be to be on one side or the other now, but here's what I want to ask you. When you talk about lost hope, and it was almost like you got to the point where you gave up on like, yo, this it ain't even meant to work out for me. So I'm going hard, 100, 200 percent hard on the street. And then you said your family or having kids when you got locked down the second time, having, you know, having children now, having boys is what changed. That's what that's what you would say is kind of like what woke you up to turn back. Yeah, it,
2: not, we're really like that. But like they, they sent me like, like like being incarcerated, though. Like, that, like, just when you're incarcerated, you can't do nothing but just think. Like, and Mm. I did a lot of thinking, though. Then it was like, when the kids came to visit me, we telling them I'm at college and shit, you know what I mean? And they they don't know no better, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I just just told myself, I ain't never doing that again.
1: Um, That's deep, man. I'm here. Yo, Rob, man, and I respect you sharing that because, yo, that I c- I can't even speak to that because I've never been in that situation. You know what I'm saying? I've I've never I've never been in that situation. Um, so you just bringing that to the light, I really respect you and appreciate it because I really feel people need to hear this because sometimes we give up on people, Rob. Right? You know, like like we give up, like we turn our backs, we give up. Somebody make a few mistakes, oh, it's over for them. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's, it's over. They can't come back. We give up. So I, I appreciate you sharing that story. Um. So you come home, right? You know, and you come home with a different mindset. Like, how do you like, like, how do you start moving? And what are the, what does it look like moving from coming home to doing the great things that you're doing now? Like, what are some of the in-betweens, you know, like, does it just snap all of a sudden, or is it like a process? Yeah, I'm saying it was
2: definitely a process, though, because, like, as we are, I like money, though. So it was like not having no money, you know what I mean? Having to depend on my girl. and I mean, shout out to her. Mm-hmm. She held me down. For real, for real. For real. Like, broke nothing. You know what I mean? Not a dollar, though. Like, having to depend on a woman, though. Like, as a man, man, yo, bro, you don't understand. I used to cry in the shower, though. Like, I don't depend on nobody, though. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. having to depend on a woman, though, and, and just... Like, you know, the, you know, the kids need something, but your yeah, little check think, is gone already, though. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. used to that. Now wow. I mean, so that was the adjustment to me. And then it was just like, you got to you got to figure out something that you love to do or figure out a way, Rob, right, to make money that you ain't got to go back in these streets because it was so timid. It was like, hmm. should I or shouldn't I? Should I? You feel what I'm saying? But it was True. just like it, it, it was like it was like like I, I always been a hustler. So I just had to find my hustle. You get what I'm saying? I got a felony. I got a felony offense. Don't know they want to hire me. I, I look then, then, then during that time, I filled that at UPS. Right? I went there. I went to. The, I went on the intake. They gave me my Browns. They gave me everything. Mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning, excited to go to work. I, you got a I call out the door. They text me like, "Yo, we can't yeah. hire you because yeah. of your background." Yeah. Yo, hey, yo, bro, you took my loser hope for yo, real. I'm yo, like, look, I, man, I'm going back to the streets. Yo. And, and look, and, then I went I went to Long Branch trying to get back to the streets and my best friend Ludo, he like, "Nah, man, you doing good things. Keep doing what you doing, man." He gave me some money like, "Huh, man. Go keep doing what you doing." Wow. You feel me? am like, "Oh, all right. So maybe
1: Keeping yeah.
2: And that's what really like that was my turning point again. I was on True. my way back out. But True. hearing that from him, I knew something was crazy. Yo, Like I'm like, oh, "All right." <laughs> <I'm>
1: like, <laughs> Yo, yeah.
2: You feel know what I'm saying?
1: You needed that Dude. like that Yo, that it in and yo. It's funny because you you know you started off sharing a story about me from 1994 that I didn't even remember, and then this this thing made with well, Lou give you know like hey bro, here's some money money in your pocket. Keep keep staying on that that positivity that that positive focus. Like little things like that can change your life, and and I don't know if people realize that. You know, like when I was coming up, like we were athletes and a lot of the heads who may have been in the street and may have been like connected to whether it was drugs or whatever. Yo, they would look at us and they would be like, nah, y'all ain't getting in this. And and that's one of the things about growing up, you know, in the hood that a lot of people who, have, who didn't grow up in there, they don't understand that it's people in that environment who want the best for you. You know, like they they get this feeling like everybody, you know, in that environment are are these kind of like animals or like savages. And, but nah, it was like, folks, they yo, that community, they, if they saw you were trying to focus and do what was right, they wanted to put you at the top of that. And you could never, if you did cross that, you'd be in trouble with them. I remember some of the older heads like, yo, you better not be out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it kind of, it was like a way of us community. And I don't want to use the word policing, but it was a way of us keeping us in check. And that's kind of what it seems like what happened with you, you know, when Lou hit you like that, like, yo, nah, bro, keep on that path, you know, and and you listened, Mm -hmm. you (laughs) listened, you listened, you You listened, so you, you stay on the path, right? And, Talk to me about like how do you like you talked about a you talked about you had to identify a passion and it's funny because Raul put in the chat like you've always been an entrepreneur, right? So you identified a passion, you identified something you was passionate about. How did you like kind of channel that to 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 what you're doing now? Like how did how did that happen? Like to, to what you're doing now, you know, we lost Rob, so we're gonna wait, he'll he'll be back in. Um, so I'm going, but but what I am going to do is talk while we, while we have the time waiting for him to come back, there's a few things I want to say, all right? First and foremost, educators out there, if you are an educator, or if you're in any position where you are working with young people who often make mistakes, okay? And who often, you know, don't live up to an expectation that we have established. We have choices to make in terms of, you know, do we say, oh, that's it? Like it's zero uh, zero tolerance or are we embracing their mistakes, teaching them and helping them move to that next level? And it doesn't mean lowering the expectation because a lot of times we get confused with, oh, that's lowering the expectation. No, it's not lowering the expectation. It's embracing and understanding that we have challenges. All right. Rob, Coach Green is back. Um, but okay. coach, if you could talk about how you started moving with your passion to towards what you're doing now. Like if if you could start, you know, building on that and explaining like what that process was like.
2: Okay, all right. So so it's like this though, like um I always I, I always wanted to coach, right? So one year my son was playing for Manny or whatever. So and Manny like was working a lot or whatever. So mm-hmm. Manny, Manny, like, yo, Rob, could you, like, stretch him out till I get there or whatever, all right? I'm like, all right, I got you. So me stretching him out turned into me coaching or whatever. Wow. You know what I mean? So I was coaching for maybe, like, six or seven weeks. And then JJ came up to me one day, like, yo, Rob. I'm like, what's up, Jay? He <laughs> like, because of your background, you can't coach no more. Like, wow. I'm like, background, I can't coach no more. But then I seen like other other people like Big E, mm-hmm. Sharif and all them. Mm-hmm. I know they've been arrested before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I can't coach, and, and they charged probably worse than mine. Mm-hmm. But I had respect for JJ, so yeah. what I did, I said, "All right, I can't coach. I can't coach. Whatever." You now what I mean, but that always stuck to me. Like, yo, why the fuck you gonna tell me I can't coach? Mm. All the other people got worse charges than me. You feel me? Uh uh-huh. I was still in the streets though, like yeah. I wasn't all the way out the streets. Uh-huh. So now that I'm older and I'm wiser, I realize that's why he told me I couldn't coach. You get mm. what I'm saying? Mm. But at the time, I didn't realize it though. So, but long story short, he kicked he kicked me off the staff or whatever. And then when my son got in the eighth grade, he he wanted he he wanted to do spring football or whatever because I had board in the Times River to do spring football. So, he 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 told me. He like, dad, get a spring team or whatever. I'm like, all right, I got you. So I got the spring team or whatever. And then I start coaching them or whatever. So the next year, I was going to get on Howie and and Mike Lambert staff or whatever. Uh Mike ended up going away Uh that, that year. So I'm like, you know what? I talked to Mike. He like, yo, take my boys. I'm like, all right, I got you. So I took Mike's team that following year. I took the team. And then I ran into my man, Hub, at the coaches' meeting. And then we combined Long Branch and Neptune on one team. Mm. Mm. And then when we did that, it was funny, though. Because Dave Brown, Shawnee, and all them, I'm like, yo, I'm going to combine the team. they like, nah, we can't do that. They ain't going to lie this shit.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I'm, I'm like, I right, bet. So I walk away. As I walk away, Hub called me. Like, yo, Rob, we on our way. He like, yo, Rob, we on our way or whatever. I'm like, oh, shit. Shawnee and them just told me no. I'm like, fuck it. Come on. Nah, I mean, so he came to the field. We start practicing this shit.
1: I see Dave. Yo, we lost coach again. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, he, he, hopefully he'll, he'll be able to get back on. Um, So, so many, yo, so many jewels being dropped tonight. What, you know, when you think about the, our show purpose in practice and practice and what, and what it means. It's easy for us to get caught up in, you know, those stories where, you know, people just had they, they had a rise to the top. You know, things came easy to them or they started from, as we say, sometimes starting from third base, you know, and making it home. There are stories out there and there are young people out there who are really, really, really overcoming like crazy, crazy odds. And, you know, Coach Rob is one of them. And that's definitely why you know we we have him you know on this show one of the other things is that you know i'm happy that he's bringing up is you know as we wait for him to come back is that sometimes yo things don't go your way and sometimes people are giving you like yo you can't do this anymore you know like he mentioned like i couldn't coach anymore and i like that he's been reflective on that in terms of like i understand what they were doing because they had a job to do And there are there are a lot of times there's rules and the regulations in place that that stop things from happening. And one of the things that that I'm happy about is that there, you know, there's more flexibility in certain situations where we're understanding that mistakes that young people are making when they're 17 years old and 18 year old, 18 years old, they shouldn't, you know, stick with them for the rest of their lives. Like, like that, that's insane, you know, because if you listen to coach, and he started talking about a loss of hope. Yo, when you think about that and what a loss of hope means that just think about that. Like I lost hope. Like I keep getting all of these notes. So I'm, I'm like, you know what? I might as well just go and do X, Y, and Z. That's why it's important that we believe in our young people and when they make mistakes, especially when these are these are kids making mistakes, that we have to understand that there is a way of redemption and there's a way for them to redeem themselves. So we go. I don't know if you, if if Rob, you back with us, bro? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. All right, all right. So, so you know, we we were talk. You were talking about rather, like how you were able, you were you were kind of taking off some squads, but then you you were trying to combine two squads um and what oh, yeah. that was like so if you could just talk okay. about that
2: oh yeah yeah so uh, i bind the squad or whatever but i was telling you that dave and them they they they, they the league kept telling them no but them not knowing that me and hub was already calling the league because mm-hmm. there was a lot of other teams that was combining but they wouldn't let us do it so we basically told them all right well look
1: once again we lost coach um, I want to hear this story, though. I'm at the point now, like, and I think everybody in the chat, like, yo, we want to hear this story, um, but we we gonna hold we gonna hold off, and we we definitely gonna hear it. Um, but a shout out to everybody who's in the chat and and checking out, you know, Coach Green, um, and listening in. A lot of you know people who I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of respect for, you know, who who are coming in, and you know, when I when I put on that, we were gonna be bringing on, you know, Coach Green. Yo, the community went crazy, like, happy that they're bringing them on. And while we wait, I just want to talk about this. Like, I coach high school sports, right? So a lot of times, high school sports in the and co- those who coach high school sports, especially high school football, high school basketball, you know, you get put on a pedestal, right? And it, which is all good. But a lot of times what what gets lost is those youth sport coaches. Um, those those coaches who coach pop Warner those coaches who coach ayf um those coaches who coach whether well, it's little league you know biddy basketball like and not only the coaches but the parents because yo at those levels the parents put so much work in you know to to developing those programs and it, it kind of it doesn't get the same shine that it sometimes gets being a varsity coach, you know, or what have you. And that's why, you know, I'm making a push and I've been reaching out to a lot of, you know, youth coaches to get them on. When I was coming up, youth coaching was like, that That saved my life. You know, like th- those those people who coached me coming up, um, it, whether it was a uh, little league, baseball, Pop Warner, definitely. You know, the coaches that, you know, I think about Coach Caldwell you know, like and, and some of y'all may know Coach Caldwell, but Coach Caldwell, Tri-City Sharks, what? Like that was like he he was somebody, you know, here was a, a black coach who we looked up to, you know, like and he he changed a lot of our lives, um, but through the prism of of football, you know, and in in any the only way we can stay on the football team is if we were doing what we needed to do in school. Um, so you know, a, a shout out to him, Coach Proctor. You know, some some of y'all may remember Coach Proctor, you know, Coach Proctor, he was actually a, um, a service worker, he worked, he was a mailman, and then he coached us in football. You know, black man from the community, we looked up to, you know, in, you know, w- when we we knew we needed to be in line for Coach Parker, we needed to be in line, you know, for Coach Caldwell, you know, so those youth coaches, you know, they, they don't, to me, they don't get the respect that they deserve and they don't always get the accolades you know that they deserve and that's why i've been reaching out to many of them to get them on you know the show Um, you know, so a special shout out to them, the, you know, Howie Coleman's of the world, uh, the, the stuff that Howie used to put in, you know, um, it was mentioned, JJ was mentioned, you know, you start talking about like JJ hoops and, and, and the work that, that he put in, um, those, those brothers, you know, that that's work Sharif out there coaching them, Jason Andrews out there coaching them that those are, those are things that, They go under the radar a lot, but it's heavy, heavy, heavy work. And it's a lot of heavy lifting without a lot of notoriety, you know, not, you know, not always the big crowds that you see at varsity games, but at the end of the day, when you see our teams go on runs, like we went on runs a couple of years ago, you know, back-to-back state championships, and you start looking at the crowd, what you're looking at is all of those years being put together of community support you know, all of those years. And and that at the end of the day, you know, is is what it's all about, you know, and and shout out, you know, to those who are out there doing that work. And another thing we got to realize about youth sports, they're not getting paid. (laughs) Like those coaches are not getting paid you know, you start getting to whether, you know, you're a middle school coach or a school coach, high school coach, you're getting paid. You're you're, Usually, unless you're volunteering, you know, there's money involved, there's a stipend involved. These youth coaches, they're not getting paid. And a lot of times I know, because even as a coach at a higher levels, you know, you come out of your pockets, you make sure kids have what they need. Um, But at the, you know, at the levels of AYF and Pop Warner, they're coming out of their pockets for things and doing things that, you will never understand and never believe to make things happen. Um, with that said, here's what I'm gonna say. Um, and 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 it looks like you know, coach is getting back on with us. Um, and I'm gonna have him talk about supporting, you know, his team. But I'm gonna I'm gonna All bring right, him back you on. Coach. you. Good? Aware, yo, you good? Yo, you yo, yo, you owe me, you owe me lunch, bro. Because <laughs> word of, I've been you put me on like I've been trying to. I've been going on these like five minute talks. Like all right, hold it. I'm gonna hold it down till we get back. So you you definitely owe me lunch. I you got owe you, me lunch. Bro. I got you. <laughs> but yo clear. yo yo word up. So Go talk on. about like you know if you can you know because everybody's waiting on this story. You know like when when you and Hub was working on something and y'all were researching and figured out what y'all can do.
2: Oh ah right, yeah. So so me and Hub like like basically I had the big boys up front. And He had a lot of skilled players though, and I had a couple mm-hmm. skilled too, or whatever. He had a couple big boys, so we we actually put the two teams together, or whatever, and and, and we and we end up winning the championship. Mm. Now what I mean, we won the championship. We went down Florida, we placed third down Florida, whatever. We almost we could have won that, or we could have came close. So then after that, and I, that was my first year really as a head coach, and I won the championship. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'm gonna keep it going. <laughs> Now what I mean? So then the following year, I I, I go, I go undefeated again. And then I make it to the championship and I lose in the championship. But I had, I had like my son was on that team. So then we we went with the AYF All-Star team. You feel what I'm saying? And my older son played for the AYF All-Star team.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You feel what I'm saying? So that's literally the the team that I'm taking to Florida tomorrow. I got it because I seen that all-star team. Okay. You get what I'm saying? But it's a different okay. league though. I just found a okay. different league to where, you know what I mean? I could do my own thing or whatever. But but the thing about it, it was it was like not only that though, like I was coaching, I coached the um the tackle football or whatever, and then I got into coaching seven on seven. You know what I mean? And that's like a travel team where you mm-hmm. travel all over the country or whatever. So I met two brothers, my man um Anthony Sutton. Coach World, and my man, Amir do, mm, They mm, introduced me yeah, to 7 yeah. on 7 or whatever. So when I seen 7 on 7, I'm like, oh, wow. Mm. The kids in Long Branch uh, benefit from this. Mm-hmm. So I went to Long Branch. Like, it's like everything that I do over the pad that I do with my son, I just bring it back to Long Branch. Yeah,
1: though. to make sure you know they know have it. Yeah. So yeah. I,
2: like, like right now, though, like, like not trying to bash Long Branch or nothing, though. Like if I call Parker, he get me to mm-hmm. field anytime I want. My mm-hmm. man Chad King, that's my yo Chad King. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He yeah. should be
2: the Long Branch <laughs> High School head coach. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That man know football, bro.
1: Yeah, like yeah. and he's
2: good. Like so him, yo, though, though, like Chad. Him, yeah, don't look me out or whatever, though. But yeah. it's like it's hard because, like, it's like I don't get the support in Long Branch mm-hmm. that Howie used to get, that mm-hmm. Stan used to get. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what I gotta do to get their support, though it's like everybody, because they, they get mad at me, they say, oh, Rob's taking the kids out of the district or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not taking nobody out the district. It's a young man that's coming to me, asking mm-hmm. me to help him change his life. Fuck how mm-hmm. y'all feel. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't care how y'all feel. Yeah. This man, this young man is kicking and screaming to do better, I'm going to help him. I don't mm-hmm. care how you feel, though, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all did your job, not only when it's school time, Mm-hmm. he wouldn't come to me kicking and screaming.
1: Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? True. So, I get it. I and, get and, it. And,
2: and, like, like right now, like, they're starting to get on board, though. Like I told them, we need a homework club. We need an SAT mm-hmm. builder. Mm-hmm. We need space available for them to come after school, to train, and to, to eat right. Some yeah. kids ain't eating right, yeah. Coach. True. That's why they True. can't gain weight. You feel what I'm True. saying? True. So True. if Long Branch is a True. wealthy city, Coach, you mean to tell me they ain't got the, the money to provide this for these kids? They got it. So why not do it? You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. literally, bro, right now I'm $3,500 in the hole messing with this trip. Mm-hmm. I put out there for people to donate. No one donated, coach. Yeah. No one. Yeah. But I put out for yeah. PS5s. They still calling me for ps five.
1: Yo, that... <laughs> you, know, you feel, you feel like, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I definitely feel what you're saying. And... I want you to talk about, I want you to talk about how people can support and how people can help. Uh, because when you, like, before you, when you were off, I was explaining the work that goes into youth sports. And a lot of times how, it's funny, it's like you were listening, like how you youth sport coaches sometimes have to come out of their own pockets to make things happen. You know what I'm saying? So tell, if you could talk a little bit about, like, how people can help you know, in supporting, especially this, this trip, you know, to Orlando, like if you could talk a little bit about that, yo, so, so we can get people up on that. Um, If they can support, we can get people supporting. it.
2: Okay. Yeah. But let me answer Toya question first. Cause I see uh uh Toya Brown. I call her psycho T cause I seen her run my man over with the car or whatever. <laughs> so look, but she said, oh, 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 when man hub went to the board or whatever. But, okay. But basically it was like other towns, was 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 mixing and matching these teams, but they wouldn't let the inner city teams do it. So at this uh, point, we like okay. we like we're doing it. Well, you come and tell the parent that kid can't play, but mm. then they approved it or whatever. Mm. So that's how we end up winning that championship or whatever.
1: Oh, okay. So and, and that's an important thing is actually doing your homework. And finding out, you know, like, yo, do we have a right to be able to do the same thing that other schools are doing? Um, so I, I'm thanks. Shout out to Toya for bringing us back on uh, on on point. So if you can talk about, and I saw the PS5, yo, that PS5, uh, I was like, yo, I was like, I see what you're doing here, fam. Like I saw, I saw where you was going. I saw where you because that was your whole trip, yo. That that was your whole trip. Like if, if, if the people who were up in there just kind of donated that what they that was the whole trip.
2: Hey yo, no bullshit yo, cause it was like <laughs> I posted GoFundMe right, so then the shit she didn't get nothing the first couple of days, not a dollar. So I'm like, damn, like anybody got 99 cents? Mm-hmm. So then, so then I posted it again, and then not even people from Long Branch. My um my my guy um James Calhoun, his his wife.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: she she um posted they like I mean they're they cool that's my they like family to me that's a kid that he trained my sons or whatever mm-hmm. that's my son's personal trainer his wife posted and then a um my quarterback from the year that I won the championship his wife donated and Jayon Farrar mom donated that's okay. all I had so for like a week so I'm like damn is it broke I said you know what I'm gonna <laughs> post about these PS5s and see how many people hit me with Hey, yo, if wow. I told you my first phone <laughs> call for the PS5, you wouldn't even believe me. You wouldn't believe me, bro. Who you think was the first, first person call, I was, I ain't put no
1: guesses out there. I ain't, yo, I ain't Jay even, Cooley.
2: Jay Cooley, caught, Oh,
1: wow. Yo, wow. the
0: first
2: thing. Yo, he didn't even donate this shit. I'm like, yo. I'm like, who is? He's like, yo, this Jay. Yo, you got the picture? I said, no, the fuck, you <laughs> Jay? I'm like, oh, damn. But yo, shout out to Jay Cooley. Last year, he did donate Two hundred dollars. <laughs> gave me two hundred dollars. Like, yeah. No
1: you, yo, yeah, that. yo, but it, it, you know, it, but I saw what you was doing. Definitely shout out to Jay. Um, I saw what you was doing with that, and it really, yo, it was, it was clever. It was a nice way of reminding people, like that same energy. Like we always talk about, yo, had that same energy. That was like one of those had that same energy. You know, had that same energy. Um, so. Yo, how can though if folks still want to like, you know, folks who may be listening, um, you know, who hear this, see this broadcast, if they wanted to donate, how would they donate?
2: Hey, so uh, we got the GoFundMe and you know I mean our we got the cash at Barilla Barilla, you know what I mean, or GoFundMe, or you can just hit me directly. And whatever's best for you, like and 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 coaching that this is what I do though, like. A lot of people don't like to donate because Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't do what they're supposed to do with the money. And I get that. And I get that, you know what I mean? But like you can see, like we in the 15, we got two 15-bedroom mansions. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. these kids got top-of-the-line uniforms. They got everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We gonna eat good with or without donations. You feel Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But it's just like it is December and I do got four kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't even look at it like that though. Like I'm enjoying the time like, right now because who's a no, know what I mean why I can't coach and change lives, I'm gonna do it.
1: This I mean? is what you're gonna do. And that's and it. that, yo, that, that's what I was talking about when you when you had uh, hopped off air for a minute when you got disconnected. Was that a lot of times with, with these youth coaches, especially their families sometimes they come in second to serving other children, you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. that's real. That's real, real talk. And that was one of the things that moved me out of coaching was that I was spending more time coaching and being around, you know, young people um, where I was like, yo, I'm not even being around my own kids. Right. You know, like that. That's like, yo, that. So and I don't know if people get that part, you know, like yo, that's real.
2: Yo, that's you know, like, yo, that's like, listen, I haven't been home in
1: mm-hmm. my
2: house, sitting down watching TV. I need it. I went back to the house to drop up their stuff. My daughter's like, dad, I don't want you to leave.
1: Yeah. You can't leave. Yeah, And it's 2.55
2: yeah. 2. and I got practice at three. I'm like, baby girl, True. look, two more weeks and I'm done for the year though. She's like, so what? I don't want you to leave. So I literally almost didn't go to practice today though. Like I, I but I had to give out the uniforms and stuff. So I had to go, oh, but if it wasn't yeah. that day, I wouldn't have went. Yeah. You know I, mean? yeah. I hadn't been home with my family in two
1: weeks. Yo, it's, yo, it's, it's, it's real, you know, In being a coach and not even doing it to the level. Cause you like, when you're doing youth sports to me, you're the coach, you're the CEO, you doing everything, you know, like y'all, y'all doing a little bit of everything as a varsity position coach. What I did, you know, that wasn't even close to the level of the things that you did, but I still, the time that I know it takes to put a good product in and making sure that kids are getting what they deserve. That's a lot of time. It's just, it's a lot of, a lot of time. Yo, coach, hit me with the, um, with the cash app again. Is it, is it's Barilla?
2: Barilla, Barilla. 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 Yeah, B-E-A-R-I-L-L-A. Twice.
1: In the same thing. Yeah. So, yo, what I want you, if you can, um, talk about, you know, I, it's two things I want to talk about because I feel like you know we got cut off a little bit, so we got we're gonna put a little bit more time in. If that's all right with you, right. if you got to run, yeah, good. you good. So the first thing I want to do is is talk about the um the name. Since I'm posting it up here now for the Cash App, those of you who want to donate and support, you know. The, the squad that that coach is taking down to um to Orlando shout out to them and their performance to the all stars but if you could talk about how you came up with that with that name
2: oh i the the, the name Bear Rilla came from um like anybody from Long Branch listening y'all know Fives or whatever weasel or whatever you know weasel he be fresh out he be behind the center working out or whatever doing his pull-ups his push-ups so he and as he doing his push-ups and his pull-up he be screaming right ah! Right. So we'd be like, we used to go back there like, yo, man, what the fuck is you doing? He'd be like, ah, he'd be like, I'm I'm, I'm a bear-rilla. So I'm like, what the fuck is a bear-rilla? He said, I'm a gorilla with a bear mixed. Know what I mean? So, and you know, Foz is always the biggest one in the hood. Uh-huh. Know what I mean? And he, and that name just stuck to me. So then I, I had, shout out to my boy Xavier um, work at, I think he still work at Foot Action. Everybody from Long Branch know him. X mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. called him, I'm like, yo, I need a picture of a gorilla with a bear mixed, And he drew that. Wow. He,
1: he drew wow. it. Then I wow. got it put
2: in graphic form. Wow. And that's how I started it, though. And, and, and that's
1: the business. And that that's, that became the logo?
2: It's, it's my logo and my business. Because I looked at it like this. Like, we coach we coach for free, right? Mm-hmm. I know I ain't never going to be able to coach at no high school because I got a felony offense or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, how can I make money and coach? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. my players, and every player I see, they come with accessories on, mm-hmm. but it got Nike on it though.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I could get the yeah, same thing. Yeah. Why not wear a yeah, pair Rilla? You yeah, know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. True. True. So like, true.
2: Like, like as you can see, like I just went and I just now look, as you can see, like over there, I got like some accessories and shit over there or whatever. Like that's all like okay. the, the cleats, spats, right. the arm sleeves, mouthpieces and all that shit. And I can still make money and coach. You, go sports or dirty, yeah. you, come
1: you come in and get the yes, yes. So you know it's is mean? it goes back to being that entrepreneurial spirit, um, and, and doing it the right way, which which is really, really, really important. Um, the the next thing that uh that I wanted to, to talk to you about and get your, you know, I'm I'm curious to hear what you would say. One of the questions that I always ask guests is to go back, if they were able to go back to their high school self, what kind of advice? Or what advice would you give your high school self?
2: Wow. My, my high school self? Hit the books. Hit the books. Basically, just, just hit the books, pay attention, and <laughs> move out of Garfield Court. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. I mean, especially when you're a kid, though. Like, like if you're in there, there's nothing you can do. But it's just like you're a product of your environment, though. Mm. So it's like it's only but so much you can do. Like yeah. if, like if yeah. I see my boy Aunt Miller on here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, like yes, like like I got I got people like Aunt D sap and all them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we was younger, we used to look at mm-hmm. them as like squares.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, they corny, yeah. they don't want to hang and run But that's
2: how we should have been living though. True. You get what I'm saying? True. Now I know that I'm raising yeah. my sons to be like they are. Yes.
1: Yes. You get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So yes. I would if if I could my old high school self, instead of hanging with Matt,
1: Lou and all them, I hang with Darrell Chappie, and mm-hmm. Yo, that yo, that's that's real, man. That yo, because in one of the things, and parents out there, if parents are out there, um, if you know, teachers, you know, y'all out there listening, educators out there listening, the most powerful connection or the most powerful influence in teenagers' lives and pre-teenagers' lives is their peer group. So basically who your who your child is around in their peer group, who they're inter, interacting with, that's the most powerful connection. So if you want some advice as a parent, know your, know your child's peer group, know that peer group, know who they are, okay? Um, and deal with that accordingly, because that is a great influence. And if we can take those peer groups, and as you just said, coach, make sure that we're building in them and supporting in them and creating greatness within those peer groups, that's how you start changing worlds, you know, that, and that, and, it, and it's like, that's what you're doing now as a coach with the young men that you're working with, because you're like, yo, if and, and they need to hear that story, you know, and, and I think that that's one of the important things about even, you know, when you start having staffs, when you start having coaches and teachers and making sure you have people who come from neighborhoods that the kids you serve in are coming from, because when you do that, then those kids can start looking and say, okay, you know what i can respect that because he came from a very similar situation that i came from right, right. you know like that's right. real you know right. that is that is 100 real and it, it can't be it can't be overlooked yo you 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 put that down bro um that was like yo that 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 was that was definitely powerful let me let me ask you this um if if there's anything that we haven't talked about tonight that you want to talk about there, anything that, that that you know we we haven't had a chance to go on that you want to bring up or talk about the floor is yours Nah, she no the only
2: thing that i really really want to talk about on here though like 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 everybody from lawn branch or whatever like we need to come together though like and and and, and really change it though like because when i was younger we had the Bucky James Community Center that we can go to Mm -hmm. freely and be ourselves. Now, these kids go to the Bucky, they curse, they kick them out. Like, Mm. we can't have that because parents is cursing all day. So you think they're not going to curse? You just got to teach them not to curse, not kick them out. You feel what I'm saying? So we need to get together and make stuff available for these kids in Long Branch though. Like, give them a place to train. Give them a place to eat. Give them a place to do their homework and do all that type of stuff, though. Like, it's never going to change if we don't do that. Make, make the, mm-hmm. the old annex. Make that available. Turn that into mm-hmm. something. Like, if you don't make stuff available for them, it's not going to work. They go, yes, they can, you can try that's... hard as you want. It's, it's never going to work. True. True. You know what I mean? So let's True. all come together. Don't just talk about it. Let's get these homework clubs. Some of us teach, come and work for free and help the mm-hmm. kids with their homework and do things like that and show them the real. Because we can talk till we blowing in the face. Yeah, we won two back-to-back rings, but how many kids got academic Boy. scholarships? Mm. Not mm. athletic, academic.
1: Mm. You know mm. what I
2: mean? So that's what we need to push for though. Like try to change that shit and get them trained. I mean, that's what that's the only thing I I, I really got to say though.
1: Yo, you said a lot, bro. <laughs> Yo, you 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 put it in tonight, fam. You put it in. Um, and that's why I came for you. Um, because I felt that it needed, you needed a space, you know, you needed some, you needed to be able to say the things you said tonight fam. Um, And hopefully, you know, people out there was listening. I could tell people, yo, this is like the most commented, uh, like the most comments I've had, you know, on a show. So people definitely was tuned in and listening and they appreciated where you were coming from. Um, Word up a salute to all of the, all of y'all out there who are working with young people. Yo, know, I can't say how much that changes lives. You know, when, when I think about the coaches who changed my life, yo, they they're out there and and salute to them because I wouldn't be who I am today if not for for those coaches. So, Coach Rob, I'm proud of you, man. Um I'm 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 definitely you know your family to the show. Um I'm a do, I'm going to go back and donate again after this show and I'm a, I'm urging everybody to, if you can put a little bit in, yo, donate, because this is the thing, these are the kind of things that change lives, and I want to make sure that we out there doing our part and helping out. So, respect to you, Rob. Coach, respect, bro. Respect. Definitely respect to you, Coach. I always look up to
2: you, man. I swear I did, bro. You understand? Like, just seeing you teaching and coaching, and I I remember y'all live right there. Like, Mm -hmm. true. (laughs) growing up. So, to see you do all that shit, that was like an inspiration to me, though. Like he grew up here, look at him. He's a you know mm-hmm. I mean? coach doing his thing. So like, and you I, know though. I always admired you though, bro.
1: Yo, I, I respect that. And like I say, love the love is love, yo. The love is love. And, and that's why I was like, I gotta get you on the show because the love is definitely love. And I appreciate you. I appreciate what you just said too. Um, So with that said, yo, to the community, um, thank y'all for coming out tonight and, and thank y'all for you know sitting with us and, and hearing all of the things that we talked about. Um I got a lot of respect. Yo, Long Branch, yo, I always had love for Long Branch. Like that's that's like, you know, that that that's that's just what it is. Like it ain't nothing taking that away. And you and, never- and, Never, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never. Never. So, you know, mad respect to all of the long branch heads that that you know popped in tonight. Um, you know, and salute. So with that said, yo, I hope y'all all have a safe week. We will be back next week. And like I said, I got a lineup coming with these community coaches. Yo, this is this is what we're on right now. So we're gonna be going on on a nice stretch with recognizing a lot of these people doing the nice the things that they're doing for young people. So, coach. Again, salute to you. Thank you for your time tonight. We really, really, really appreciate it.
2: All right, thank you. And I
1: appreciate no you. doubt. No doubt. And to everybody out there, be safe. And we will see y'all next time. I appreciate
2: y'all.
0: It's a non-core banger. Dr. Ross shopping out to the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Hey. Yeah, purpose and practice. Keep your mental sharp. Uh, learn all the tactics. Dr. Ross dropping knowledge to the masses. Man, you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Hey, yeah, purpose and practice. Podcast game. Hey, he got it mastered. Psycho. It's enough.